So a topic that people don't really want to talk about or address because it's seen as taboo is suicide. And today we're diving into this topic very specifically because just a couple of days ago was World, let me get this right, World Suicide Prevention Day. And uh, today we've got some specialists with us to talk about the topic. But more importantly, if this is something that you guys um, are facing or know somebody who's going through this, please, please do your part. Listen to this one and see how you can help out with someone's Mm -hmm. journey. So... Let's jump in. This is the Takeaway Table Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Tabletop Podcast. It's your boys, the Mings and Jeremy. And today we've got mm-hmm. with us some special guests from the Malaysian Red Crescent Society. Oh. And uh, I think before we move into anything else, let's, let's, uh, let's introduce them. So Mian, you want to ask hey. a famous question? Okay, uh, hello, uh, our two guests today. Who you, what you do? Let's go with ladies first. Hi, alright. So I'm Faraha. I'm mm-hmm. a, a mental health psychosocial support psychology officer in the wow. Malaysian Red Crescent Society. That's oh, a, that's thank a you so really much long for joining long. us today. <laughs> wow, okay, so yeah. basically you're a psychology officer. Uh, for mental health and, psycho- yes. and psychosocial support. All right, and wow. then let's get to the next one before I ask my first question. You. Yes, who you, what you do. Um, hi, my name is Ishwar. Ishwar mm-hmm. Naido, to be exact. I'm a psychosocial volunteer from the Malaysian Red Crescent Society. Very nice. Oh, All right. Wow, thanks my, so much for being wow. here. Wow. My first burning question. What is psychosocial? For, for everyone listening in, psychosocial. Just define what? that term, please, so we know what we're talking about. It sounds like a Power Ranger, honestly. I think like so. <laughs> what is that? It's like Pokemon. Yes. yes. So it's basically a support for mm. your psychological and your social. So mm. um, your mental health and also your basic needs. like Your social um, needs. Mm. Your social needs like foods, um, home. Oh, okay. Mm. So you, wow. actually help, you actually help with necessities as well, not just mental health. Yes, yes. For example, if you got a call from people that saying that they have financial issues, they don't have uh, enough food, so we have a food bank here in Malaysia Recreation that we can donate to them. Got it. Oh my goodness. Okay, so is this the same Red Crescent that, you know, when you were in school that time, like PPSM, (laughs) is this the same Red Crescent? Or is this like the extended yeah. version this is the cut, you know? This is the premium paid for version, 30 bucks per month, that kind okay, of version. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the, the okay, my question, my question, right, for everyone in this uh, podcast is, were you a Red Crescent Society member or PBSM member when in you school. were in school? Mm-mm. Jeremy, were you? Jeremy got a PBSM <laughs> Oh, you were. There we go. Okay. No, no, no. So, you remember the last episode, I said I hate nature and all those? Yeah, so yeah. scouts is out of the question. Oh, scouts Lord. cannot and, 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 yeah, yeah. and then the other one cannot lah. I'm not a female lah. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, PBSM, let's go. So you are PBSM? Oh my god. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Minghan, I know you were a scout, Minghan. Uh, yeah, I never was anything. I ended up not going for any of it. So oh, okay. I, I was a scout for one second. I was a Pandu Putri the next year. Then the next year what? I became no, a hold, you can't. PBS. Uh, then no, I went to Taekwondo. Okay. Yeah, they don't yeah. know. But I have the, the, the shiniest resume on my co-curriculum it's set. It's pretty dope. Yishu um, and Mingyu, were you guys requesting? Yishu, were you? Me? Um, I was a scout and then I turned to requesting. Oh, <laughs> oh okay, 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 okay. And then so it's like, it's something that you've, you've done since high school or like since schooling years? Yeah, mm. since high school. 
Wow, you guys. I, 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 I was a scout for like primary school. Secondary school, I joined the Wushu Club. Okay. I think the reason why I didn't join PBSM was because I just didn't look good in white. So I just <laughs> felt like maybe this is not for me kind of thing. No, but honest to goodness, it's so interesting to hear. And I think that's why also we want to talk about what else the, the Malaysian Red Crescent Society does, right? Because I think the first thing you think about when you think about, you know, Bulan Sarit Mera or PBSM is that, oh, they give me first aid uh, support. They give okay. me mouth to mouth and they wear white <laughs> uniform. Like that's all I know, right? But that's not the case. So you guys do a lot more things. Yeah. Um, I think Far, you were mentioning about the mental health and psychosocial support uh, mm. that, that, and you are also managing the whole Red Crescent for You advocate team. Is that correct? Yeah, I, actually I, I manage two pillars. I mean, two, two cabang. Lah. So ah. it, one is the K-line and one is the advocate team which is um, also managed by Yishua. Lah. Yishua is the leader but I'm the supervisor. Oh, <laughs> we got the Abang Kak Long all here. Lah, <laughs> and and, and, and how, many, how many members, how big is this team? Very so big. The, very big, yes. Uh, because um, like you said, PBSM, we have like emergency aid, right? Mm, mm, emergency mm. aid. So for, we have psychological first aid. Mm. Uh, so People don't really the, know that. Yeah. Yeah, one, one is for the medical part, one is for the psychological part. Wow. So good to know. Okay. Yeah, people always think that Red Crescent is, uh, you know, you go to sports day and then you <laughs> see the, the ambulance there, right? Then just in yeah. case, people yeah, pingsan. Always on. And then, you know, help. Well, I didn't, I, I didn't know that there was a psychological social Is it help. new? Mm. Yes, yes. Uh, we just launched ah. this year. Mm. Oh, this year. Okay. Uh, okay. That's really good. Mm-mm. So this episode okay. is going to be a bit different because you know we all joke about suicide, uh, especially in the pandemic when we want to, you know, every Monday there's always a joke about ah oh, get up kill me that kind of thing. Today yeah, we're yeah. moving from jokes to actual use. So for all yeah. of y'all, I mean, when you talked about it, um, th- this has been something that I think uh, I personally also received DMs. Like I think the team definitely has messages where. Um, where can we go to get help? You know, is there a good link? Are there places? Yeah. Yes, there yeah. are. But we're not just going to do that. If you know a friend and if you yourself are going yeah. through something, this might be the episode for you. So huddle up, get a warm cup or something. If it's too hot where you are, get a cold one, you know, be adaptive. Yeah. If you guys are joining us for the first time, uh, usually we talk about all things under the sun. But again, today we're zooming in on uh, suicide and the topic about it because actually last mm. Friday was World Suicide Prevention Day and oh. uh, actually these lovely people reached out to me uh, and asked me if I was interested to do a Instagram live stream um, oh. and we very quickly did a, uh, a quick meeting and, and I was talking to Isho and the team and we were like you know what maybe this is something that needs to be more than just a one hour live stream that disappears after you finish it right let's let's bring this onto the takeaway table and talk about it because we've got an amazing community um, of, of of audience on uh, the Tabletop Podcast and uh, we know that even among the community like they have friends who suffer and are going through a, a difficult and hard time and we felt that it would be a very good opportunity for our listeners to listen to this and also figure out like you know where they are in, in, in their own mental journey and mental state uh, and to reach out and help others if they can and if mm. they are able to so um, yeah so we're so so happy to have Yishua and Farah with us today let's dive in um Jeremy, feel free to jump in because Jeremy is our showrunner, producer, writer. Um, mm. Was there anything else that we missed out, Jeremy? You want to quickly loop back to? Nope. That's about okay. it. Let's nope. go. <laughs> That's about <laughs> yeah. it. Okay, so I think the big, the big question that we want to address today, besides you know all the facts and figures, and, and I mean, we, 
we will talk about i guess signs of of uh, maybe mm. you can look out for for somebody who may be suicidal um mm. the thing that we want you guys as as an audience to take away today is that how do you talk to someone about suicide mm. especially if they are suicidal right so i was just talking to a friend about this actually uh, earlier today and she said to me that um this past month two friends have reached out to her and asked for help and hotlines you know like where can i go who can i talk to and some people of course you know they want to speak to a professional but there are also some people with a degree of comfort and they feel like it's a bit too out there maybe i just want to speak to a friend right, right and so i right. think today we we like Mingha, myself and jeremy we not we may not be trained like social social frontliners but maybe with uh, farha and Yishwa's help we can figure out what the best way is to maybe have those kind of conversations um right. so yeah let, let's let's start off with that how do you what is the first thing you do if someone comes to you and be like, hey man, I've been having some, you know, some difficult thoughts and uh, I've been thinking about taking my own life. Like what is the first step we should be doing? Do we call the cops on them straight away or something? No, right? We just, no. what's the no, first no, step? No. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say the first step would be just lend a year to them. Yeah. You know, um, they're definitely going through tough times and times like this is something definitely like, they just want to be, most of the cases that I've been through, they want to be listened to. They want to have, they want someone to just be there for them. So when someone comes to you and say, hey, can I talk to you? Please, uh, if you do know something about the person, if the person has been showing like certain signs, for example, mm. please do make some time for them and just, yeah, sure, come, let's have a cup of coffee and listen, you know, you know, just listen to them, see what they're talking about and then just see and then see the appropriate measure you can take from there onwards. Yeah. I think that's quite interesting what you said, right? Because we are, even even the topic itself is how do you talk to someone about mm -hmm. suicide, right? Okay. Would you think it's more of a listening thing compared to a talking thing when it comes to someone who's suicidal? Yeah. Basically, basically hmm. when, we talk, when we talk about listen, there's um, many types of listening actually. We don't just listen with our ears. We listen hmm. with our eyes. We listen with our heart. So, from that, um, they can feel they can they, they, they can feel actually that we are really sincere in hearing them in listening to what their their issues. But of course, you have to respond to them. But how you want to respond is um, another thing, lah. Um, so make sure you don't say that something like you know toxic positivity, like you invalidate their, yes. their yes. feelings. Yes. Oh my gosh, I love that. <laughs> so yeah, so it's like. Um, uh, Kamala, uh, you're a strong person and everything like mm, that. So it's yeah, what yeah. we call toxic positivity. We like oh. uh, dismiss the feelings, but yeah. what what we want is you to acknowledge their feelings. That yes. okay, mm. they are stressed, they are feeling suicidal. Just yeah. just acknowledge. Don't be yes. afraid because of that. So yes. On that note, basically just adding on top of of Mingyu's question, right? When you're talking to someone or someone's reached out to you, let's say. Let's say you're talking to a friend and you know, you know, Asians, right? We're very shy, right? We don't really talk about our feelings yeah. right yeah. off the bat, right? What are some signs or some, some things you can pick up uh, if someone is talking to you and um, it's a signal or what, what do you guys think is uh, a warning sign for you if someone talks to you about that? Because we did, we did have some things that we talked about, you know, signs and, and, and risk factors and something like that. But how do you guys acknowledge if... Because not, not every time someone comes up to you and say, hey, please, let me talk to you about how, how I'm feeling suicidal, right? They would just like, hey, can I talk to you? What would you guys say um, is something that you can pick up on? Or what do you guys usually pick up on? Um, when it comes to signs of suicide, it's actually quite a huge scale, 
Right. Because like certain, I mean like the most um, obvious one would be social and behavior science. Mm. So basically they will, they will like withdraw from their social circle. That's one. They will have uh, changes in their demeanor. Basically they will have up and down moods. They'll become mm. more quieter. Mm. You'll also like feel like, I mean, they won't really say it, but you kind of can feel that they are degrading or like, how do I put it, Farah? It's like degrading themselves. Yeah, they it's macam, like, yeah. Actually, when, when, they think that they are f- a failure, they feel mm. guilty. Okay, but but the issue is, um, we we are Malaysian, we have a lot of cultures. And then, yeah. um, like you said, you are a man. Sometimes, um, a man doesn't talk about your feelings that much, right? So that is what cultural things are, the masculinity. So men mm. thinks that um, if I tell about my feelings, I'm weak. I'm weak, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So um, sometimes they don't directly say that, oh, I have suicidal thoughts. So sometimes uh, they will say indirectly something like, oh, even if I leave, I have nothing. Even I, if I leave, I just bring a, a, a shame to my family. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So uh, it is indirectly saying that they are not important anymore in this world. So it can mm-hmm. be a sign of um, suicidal also. So like working right off that, let's just like that. We're trying to make this like the best guide anyone can listen to right, online because um, let's just build on on what you guys talked as well, right? Jeremy, I hope you don't mind just building on the action steps, right? So like, one of the things you said, we're, we're taking the two different parts. Yishua, you mentioned that there's behavior, right? Uh, so far, like, um, people start to change their demeanors and their habits around people. Is it safe to chase someone who is withdrawing from everyone else? Like, what do you do when you notice um, like there is a friend or a family member that is starting to be very isolated? What is the safer approach to something like that? Okay, for this, uh, we must understand that everyone is unique. Sometimes them withdrawing can them can just be like, hey, I just want to take some space. You know, everyone, I mean, like some of us just want that space from our everyday life, you know. I just need some quiet and space. And maybe after having that space, they'll feel better. But for mm. some cases, it's not like that. That's why I said when it comes to suicide as a topic, everyone reacts differently to it. Everyone is unique on their own. Absolutely. So yeah, so like, there's not exactly a quantitative measure to it. Everything is qualitative when it comes to it. Mm. So like, if someone were to like show these symptoms and you are to chase them, be sure that you are a person that they are comfortable with. Uh, That's the first thing for sure. Right. I mean, like, if you're a th- I mean, like, let's say if you're not comfortable and a third party comes to you, I'm very sure you will not even lie on them. <laughs> right, right. So call like a friend or a family member that's close lah, per se. Yeah, you can just, you can, let's say if like, and this mm. also depends, I would say, if like, let's say if the person has a good connection to their family or not. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So let's say I can just ask like, hey, how are you doing? Are you doing great? Okay, good. And like, just try to keep on like, keeping in touch with them. You know, don't mm. have to really like, you don't have to bug them. Yeah, you get what correct, I mean? correct. Yeah. You have to just be there for them. You know, like once in a while, hey, how are you? Want to grab a coffee? Yeah, hey, I think right, right. That's, going along? That, that's such a great point, right? I think sometimes with us being um, overly uh, caring, or you know, sometimes you if we we over over love, right? It also pushes people away, and it doesn't give them that space that they need, and it's uncomfortable. So something for you guys to to, to remember as well. If if let's say your friend has mentioned to you or brings up to you that they are you know going through maybe a bout of depression or stuff like that, right? Like don't feel you have to solve everything. 
in the same day. Like you cannot give them time. It, it's not something that they can just kind of like, all right, I'm, I'm done now. Um, thanks. That, that's a really good point. So, so just be as normal yeah. as possible. La. Ask yeah. normal, mm-hmm. normal questions, but be caring about it, right? Because Farah said, Mm-mm, it's yes. not just about the words. It's about the actions, right? Mm. Yeah. Yes, yes. Is that what you would so like do? Yes, I like um, what me you said before. Um, you don't have to give the solution because sometimes they don't want the solution. They yeah. just want to, people to listen. Yes, and don't and when the problem is when you don't know the solution but you pretend to know the solution. Oh, that that yeah, a problem. That's the most yes. dangerous one. Man. That's <laughs> like yeah. on the same level as the toxic positivity, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like you just like hey, it's okay, bro. You just go and run two rounds around the field. After this, okay, dude, bro. Yeah, like, that kind of stuff don't we? Yeah, I think this is where that... Mm-mm. Oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead, Farah. Oh, okay. So, uh, and I think um, a role of, as a friend or family can... When you have a, um, people that tell you that, oh, I have a problem, I, I have, maybe I have a suicidal intention or thoughts, mm. you you just um, can educate them that, okay, uh, yes, people with mental health issues uh, sometimes have this suicidal tendency. So, yeah. And it, it can be treatable, So support mm, yeah. them to go to seek for a professional help because sometimes they feel afraid to see to see professional to see mental health yeah. practitioner because of the stigma, right? Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say that um, you know in Malaysia, right? We're all like professionals about everything, right? We always got something to say. One, but I think when it comes to something like this, it's not a time to be a professional at everything. It's something that you know it's it, it's sensitive because it's about. Um, It's life itself, you know. You are dealing with someone's li- literal uh, well-being, right? And 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 like what Far and Isha uh, has mentioned, it's it's not about like you know uh, putting it off. Don't go and tell someone that uh, you just go and take a nap, you know, take a break, and you'll be okay again. Uh, I think the best part you can do is just uh, be there for people, you know. Ask them how are you doing, like Isha said, you know, and and just constantly not try to seek. For a solution, maybe that's like the first yeah. good steps, right? So where do we know um, our function as a friend has a limit? Where is that line? How do we know where is that line between okay, I can still talk to you versus I think you need to go and find some help? What do you guys think? Okay, okay so when you see your friend, it's like uh, whatever you say, they keep repeating the same thing that oh, I don't think I'm useful oh. anymore in this world. Oh. Uh, I'm I'm. I'm feeling guilty. I'm a failure. Even oh. when you are already besides them, um, listen to them, and they're still repeating the same thing. Like you mm. know, they they don't um the the mindset doesn't change at all. So mm. that is when I think better you say okay uh apa you need you um you need to get help from mental health prof- uh, professional. I will be with you. Mm. We can go together. Encourage mm. them. Hmm. So basically, when it's not working already, lah, like being there doesn't work. Trying to say something good doesn't work. Trying to support yeah. doesn't work. Yes. Is that true? Uh, yeah, yes, that yes. is that is one of it. The other mm. one would be definitely cases of self harm. Let's say right. if yeah, self harm cases are definitely a big no no sign. Or if they have committed suicide attempt before. Right. Right. Yeah. So these are the two big red flags. Right. So if they have attempted, attempted harm. Mm. Yes. If they attempted, I would say, I would say, if you're not a professional, it's okay coming from them because, like, just say, like, you know, if you're trying to help your friend and you just couldn't, just know that it's okay. You have done your best. You can't do anything more. 
that is a mindset you should have and from there you should just the best thing you can do there from there onwards is to divert them to a better place mm. by better place i mean uh, a mental health practitioner or a professional right right so uh Ishwan Farha I think we we talked about a lot of like you know the different telltale signs and and things that you can pick up on for uh people who may have suicidal tendencies um but looping back to even something that we talked about earlier that it's a it's almost a given right that um the situation that we are in with the pandemic with you know the economy with being the way it is the way we're locked down at home um we take for granted that these things are just you know general reasons uh, for people to to may have suicidal tendencies or you know be in depression but what are some other areas that contribute towards that sort of um situation right so then people can be a bit more aware of as well if they are aware of the friends contacts or you know whatever's happening in their life um what sort of what sort of um yeah what sort of factors contribute to having a person feel that there is no other option or no way out mm. um i think i'll explain the first one i mean okay so um if you okay so this is going to be a bit sciencey I hope everyone can keep up. Okay, so one of the way is uh, definitely family history, like family yeah. history of illness, like Alzheimer's or there's many more actually. Alzheimer's, apa lagi ya? Alzheimer's, and then basically any kind of mental health issues or like health issues that's carried on by the family history. Like dementia. Yeah, dementia, correct. Yeah, okay. All those stuff, and then there's also like the basic mental health issues, depression, anxiety, physical health illness. Basically, um, let's say. I think one of the most, if I were to give an example, it would be an amputee. So let's mm. say if uh, they got into a car accident and they lose their, they, like they lose their hand or legs, this can be one of the causes because they can't live without that part. So they yeah. tend to go towards the uh, the side. Another mm. one can be family issues, so basically history of abuse and trauma, or mm. if to go more further into that, it can be um, the rape, rape factors and everything. Mm. It can also be due to relationship issue. Uh, oh my god, relationship issues. Mm. Yeah, and then from there it's just you know just the complete feeling of hopelessness and helplessness. Yeah. Was there anything else? But to also, add for uh, that far? yeah, yeah. Um, in psychological perspective, we look into bio, psycho, social factor. So the bio mm. part is usually the genetic part. So if uh, you have a family member who have a history of mental illness or attempted suicide so there is a risk for those mm-hmm. individuals to commit suicide and then mm-hmm. in the psychological part like what Yishua has said about um, mental health issue so sometimes not just depression anxiety and everything even people mm-hmm. without depression and anxiety can be affected it's yes, not just yeah. mental illness but their mental health are affected Yes. Yeah. And uh, for and then a social part, the social part is basically uh, we combine with environment environmental factors lah, like finances. Now because of the pandemic, yeah. people losing their jobs, they don't have the sources of income, Mm-mm. and then um because of the lockdown, uh, academic mm. stress, work stress, parents Absolutely. have to work and look for the children at the same time. Mm-mm. So yes, um and uncertainty. Because we don't know when COVID will be end, when the lockdown mm. will be end. There's uncertainty and loneliness in yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. I think something you 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 said, Farah, like the bio side of it, right? Um, this one stood out because I do remember that some people just feel down and depressed, right? And and there's like no other explanation yes. for it other than the fact that some people's bodies actually cannot produce the amount of hormones that they need. 
to have a positive uh, mood, right? And I know this because one of my my childhood friends is actually like that, right? You some people some people you know it's like like anybody's body, right? You can have like a deficit of a with something in your body, and usually it's not it's not mood related. It can be. It can be why your joints are getting bad. It can be why you get a lot of muscle aches. You know the kind of thing. But yeah. as much as that, I think it's it's also on this note that you don't don't um don't play off lightly people who can't do anything about their situation where it sounds weird or it's like why you're not making an effort. You know because yes. some people biologically can't make the effort. Like their brain for some reason cannot produce a certain hormone that will balance their mood. And these are the people that. I think also is the line, right? That you cannot help because they need actually to see a professional to take yes. medicine, right? Mm. Yeah, but the, um, that's that's mm-hmm. the bio side. Hey, a little bit that like I remember, lah. Huh? So I, I at least put my parents' money to some good use, you know. <laughs> oh um, come on! But Random yeah. question, and this is maybe something a bit more light, right? But mm-hmm. does exercising help your general state? Mm. Of course, yes. Because when you exercise, um, your body produces this hormone that will make you happy. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Even though I hate exercise, it still makes me happy, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I, it's, 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 uh, like being Asians, right? I think something that we, we. Like we mentioned earlier in the podcast as well, like we grow up in a very like tida apa attitude. We be like, ayah, tapo yeah. one, no problem one, right? Mm. And as much as that's good, because you know, for some for some people, it's like no worries. At the end of the day, we're gonna get through this no matter what. That's mm. great, but for some people who are in a specific situation, that may seem like you don't care or it's not like you know, like like, like Farha said, like you're not acknowledging their feelings or their emotional state, right? And so I think just for everyone, just a reminder to to you, you shouldn't say to your friend or if you know someone who's going through this and comes and shares their feelings with you, don't tell them, hey, just go, just go and uh, just yeah, go and run it, it off. Yeah, oh. just say suck it up, bro. Tapo, <laughs> no problem. Tomorrow, I mean, if oh, you if it. you think that. If you <laughs> put yourself in a position, right? Uh, don't just don't do it, right? Mm. Um, but also, I mean, it's it's difficult because I know sometimes when you're too close to somebody and 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 they yeah. come to you with these kind of things, you you want to give them tough love, then you mm. will tell them, "Aya, bro, it's because you're not exercising and going out in the sun enough," you know. And I think, I mean, a benefit of doubt, maybe that's maybe it could be a reason. But like, I think something to take in mind about what uh, Isha and Farha said that if it's repetitive, it's if it's something they keep saying, they keep bringing up then you know it's not your solution of going to exercise or going out in the sun. It's beyond that, right? Um, I'm just going to jump into some interesting facts and stats uh, that, that we've gotten. So the current suicide uh, rate in Malaysia is actually from last year's um, uh, stats, right? In 2020, a total recorded and reported cases was 631. All right, so that's a 631 cases last year in 2020. And this year, in just the first five months from January to May, there was already 468 cases. So that's almost that, that it's almost it's almost last year's rate, not even in six months. And I think that's something that's definitely worrying and concerning. Um, we were just speaking about it earlier with uh, Farah and Yishua, and that is something that they, as as frontliners for psychosocial people, as uh, psycho, psychosocial frontliners themselves, also feel is concerning and worrying. And I think that's why we want to bring to light this issue as well. But 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 for you guys to see the numbers uh, jump in, in in that sense or like to increase steadily, um, I I think it's something that has already been steadily increasing over the years, right? Um, that's why the initiative for the Red Crescent Society has now extended to what you guys are doing as well. Um, 
when did, did you all feel that this was um, like, why do you think cases are going up? Or like, why do you think there is an increase over the years if, if you look back on it? Um, one of the ways, one of the ways, sorry. So one of the reasons why it could be that, you know, because people just tend to neglect it. Mm. People just say that, oh, it's okay. What's the worst that can happen? And throw it behind. And then they didn't realize they threw so much behind and it turned around. Oh my, it's a big mess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that is just an attitude that we need to stop. You know, we need like, hey, people are dying from this. We need to start doing something. Yeah. I feel yeah. like that is what now, I mean, compared to back few years, like five years back then, and compared to now, we are definitely leaps ahead. We are definitely doing more talks. We are definitely advocating it much more. And hopefully and surely that the cases will drop. That's what we all are hoping for over here. Yeah, that's mm. the goal, definitely. Mm. Yeah. And I, I do think that the pandemic has put us into a place um, that we have to face these issues now, right? I think, yes. I think a lot of the people who are going through depressive or anxiety, uh, anxiety, high anxiety situations and that can lead up to suicidal stuff. I think this is a very big call into mental health um, because if it wasn't for the pandemic, a lot of these things are still there. I think the pandemic just kind of like squeezed it even tighter and, and showed to people, you know, how, how much you, you actually need to take care yeah. of your mental health, right? Today, I mean, we're talking about World Suicide Prevention Day, um, but the best prevention is also uh, just addressing it before it happens, right? To prevent it, to prevent it entirely. Um, so for everyone, again, if you're, if you're like, if you just need a refresh, we're talking about, uh, we're, we're, this episode is in line with the World Suicide Prevention Day and Faraha and Yisha are right here. Again, they are psychosocial counselor, advocates, volunteers, officers, the, the titles go on. Um, um, I, at, at this point, you know, we just, we just call them, uh, is that taboo, right? The, the Asian people always got the, that, that, that title, right? Doc, Dr. Dr. Ota or something like that. My, my grandparents all also got this kind of a really, really weird title one, you know, they were, Oh yes. It, they were calling Tanjung it like, Rambutan. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's the one we grew up with, right? The, yeah. The, the, yeah, the, the, the but, but I think now, now we know better and, and yes. I hope that, you know, with all these that we've t- talked about, uh, you guys can actually take take to heart some of this stuff. Um, I think we can just move on to a bit more a bit more help for people, yeah. um, uh, who might not be a professional, right? Like Yishua, you're yeah. you're a psychosocial volunteer, right? Um, what what can we as individuals or communities do for to help suicide prevention? Like, how did you, Yishua? How did you get involved? Let's not talk about Farha because she's an officer. So we'll talk about your story later. Um, but as a volunteer, how did you get involved? How did I get involved? Well, first, maybe it's going to be like I'm inserting an advertisement. Join the Malaysia Ray Crescent today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, um, I basically started when I was in high school and then it just developed from there. Mm. So I, I, I always had an interest in psychology. So I thought, hey, this looks good. Why don't I join it? So yeah, when I first joined, it was definitely very, it was a bit scary at first because you see medical first aid is everything is there. You kind of know what to do. Yeah. But when it comes to psycho, psychological first aid, you have to listen carefully. You have to look carefully 
and you have to also link them to the proper sources carefully. Mm. Because if any of the step you did wrong, it's just very hard for you to fix it back. Because, yeah. for example, one of the most famous mistakes that we do is when, we, when someone comes to us for help, we tend mm. to put our own input. Mm. Oh, yeah. Do you all realize yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, hey, do you know that one plus one is three? No, 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 no. One plus one is two. But the, you don't know the person is like, you know, bad in maths mm. <laughs> or <Yeah>. something like that. <laughs> right. So you must like, you know, instead of saying, oh, I see. So it's one. So, you know, basically this is where I really learned what is active listening. So this is something that I wish everyone who is listening to this can really implement this in their life. So what is active listening is basically, if I were to put it to layman terms, this is, this is basically everyone. Uh, basically, let's say you're talking, ah, yes, ah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is just, <laughs> you're not listening actively at all. Yeah. You're just having the annotations there. Mm. But what is active listening is basically you are paraphrasing what they're saying, you are summarizing what they're saying, you're mm. taking the key points of what they're saying. Basically, you are making them feel validated. You're making them feel that they're being listened to. Mm. So like basically, let's say like, oh, so I see, oh, so the apple was poisonous, Snow White, you know? So mm. it becomes like that. So you're listening and then like in this way, you can also kind of help them to find themselves, you can say. Because right. sometimes when someone just like release their emotions to you, right? Which mm. what a lot of people when you see it suicide happens, they just have so much pent up emotions, feelings that they just want to release on someone. Mm -hmm. And you know, by you rephrasing it and by you summarizing it for them, it can make them look into a different way too. Hopefully the good way. So yeah, this is just, I hope that everyone can look into the skill. I mean, uh, there's a lot of sites out there. Or if not, y'all can just anytime, you know, if you're like uh, seeking for any help, you can just call the Caroline or something. You will see that they are putting this active listening to very good use. So, yeah, so just like when someone, I learned that when you're talking to someone, just listen to them, talk to them. If can, do not try to put your own input to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's important. I think that's, uh, I think the biggest thing um, that I took from, from learning anything about counseling or helping people is that you try to stay out of it. It's not your problem, right? It's their problem that you need to be a part of. And it's like for, for some, you know, for, for a lack of a better explanation, uh, what Yeshua talked about active listening could just be something like, if they are saying, you know, I feel very down. The normal Asian would be like, I, I, when I am down, this is what I do. You know, when I'm down, I go for a jog. I eat my good food. No, no, it's not about you. It's not, it's, it's not about you. They yeah. don't, they don't hear what you're going to do, you know, and, and active listening, there's some very simple steps that I learned how to, to, to do it. If, if you're really in that situation, the first one is just mirroring or reflecting the words, right? You, if they said, you know, yeah. I feel very down, then you just say, you feel very down and you just mirror it back. And then they will start to open up and talk about it. You don't have to start saying, why are you feeling down? You know, cause you can actually give people the wrong tone and you're like, I'm actually, no, you're right. I'm not feeling down. I'm not feeling down. Never yeah. mind. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and the actually, second one, actually, even for us, we, oh, sorry. Uh, actually, huh? even for us, Paul, we don't encourage people to ask why. Yeah. yeah. It's just repeating why is the a question, very dangerous right? question. Yeah, it's oh, a loaded question. Like, you need to give a reason, right? Yeah. 
It's like you're interrogating. Why? Okay. Why are you doing okay. that? So, so yeah, if, like instead hmm. of asking why, what, what should we be asking? How are you feeling? You asked the other Ws. <laughs> what happened? You, know, you remember Mr. How yeah, and Ws? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what happened? Uh, do you mind to share with me? Something yeah. like that. Yeah, okay. the easier, That's the easier ones. That's a pretty good point. Yeah, instead yeah. of like, asking why are you feeling down, like what happened? You know, what mm. made you feel down? Easier questions, right? Yeah. Yes. So like that, yeah. that mirroring is one thing and... Um, I think the second one is what you should say. Don't mirror and work on their playing field. Like, don't try and give your suggestions into their life. Mm. Like, if you if Mala helped you, you don't ask people to eat Mala just because Mala helped you deal with your depression. Like, it might yeah. it might make me get to my end goal faster if I eat Mala. Like, for someone who can't eat yeah, spicy food, correct. for example. Like, it right? might give you, like, yeah, correct, correct. Like, for you, milk is the best solution to spicy, right? Mm. But if I'm lactose intolerant, then how? You know, yeah. the road Siberia, right? So that's not that's it's not the solution for everybody, and I think that's yeah. something that we got to remember. Um, but no, so now I think as 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 we reach the end of the podcast, as we want to wrap things up, right? I think it's important for us to provide a couple of ways for people to uh, reach out for help if they need to. And I think I just want to quickly address the whole stigma about reaching out for professional help. And you know, you have lots of shows and, and movies and and jokes about. Oh, if you need to see a counselor or a therapist, there's something wrong with you. That's mm. not the case, right? Because nobody's laughing at you when you need to go to the doctor. Like, who is laughing at you when you have like an eye infection? And then I laugh at you, haha, you need to go and see a doctor, you, you got eye infection. Nobody does that. And I think that's the same sort of respect you need to give yourself as your physical body as well as your mental body, right? That mental health, that physical health is if not, are equally important, it, it's almost more important, right? Because there is so much about you that you have to take care of, right? And if you only limit yourself to, to be like, okay, I, I, I will only do all these mental things on my own, you are definitely crippling your own uh, mental ability to function. So let's remind ourselves that seeking for help, professional help, is not a sign of weakness, if that's a sign of weakness, then when you go and take Panadol when you have headache, it's also a sign of weakness, okay? That's on par. Just, let's just be honest with that, okay? So let's quickly just um, let uh, Farah, maybe you can bring us through a couple of avenues or resources for people who need some uh, access to, uh, yeah, so, so some mental help uh, or mental health help, sorry, and uh, where, where they can look. Okay. So um, if you are not comfortable to go and see a doctor in a hospital uh, or the psychiatric hospital, there's all, uh, many options out there. So for example, like uh, us, for MRCS, we have our own care line. Uh, you can call. And we also have Befrienders, Talian Kasteh, um, Women's Aid Organization. There's so many out there uh, for the care line for, uh, for people to call. Okay. As for our care line... Um, you can get the numbers from our IG, Malaysian Red Crescent oh. and also Red Instagram, Crescent. Everyone's on Instagram. Correct. So aside from the Red Crescent for you Instagram page that you guys can go and follow and get in touch with, uh, you guys also have the COVID home care program and OxyDrive campaign. Can you tell us a bit more about that and how people can benefit from that? Yeah, sure. So uh, basically, the Malaysian Red Crescent has established a home monitoring call center. Yep. So basically, this is where they call the family members who are in COVID just to check up on them, on their you know vitals, and just generally on how are they doing. So basically, um, there's two things that you all can do. One is if you guys have any used laptops or handphones, you all can do your best to donate them because 
we really are in need of this scarce resource. And not only that, we are also are in conjunction with the OxyDrive campaign where you guys know the oxygen meter on your hand. If you yeah. put it on your thumb, it will show your oxygen vitals. Yeah. So unfortunately, not many of the B40 communities have access to this. So our goal with this campaign is to help as many people as they can to, as, to uh, receive this. So what they'll receive is the oxygen meter itself and they'll mm. receive a simple care kit. So basically they have all their medical necessities in there, such as hand sanitizers, masks, and so yeah. much more. Yeah, love that care package. Okay. Mm -hmm. But guys, just want to thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, thank you so much, Farha and Yishua, for being on with us as well to talk about this. Do you guys have any final words or parting words that you want to leave the audience with? Uh, let's go with Yishua first. Huh? Me? Yes. Do you have any final parting words? My final parting words, um, I would say, you know, um, if you guys can definitely advocate for mental health, please do. You know, suicide is it's such a life and death matter. Mm. I feel like, you know, just having this kind of conversation with someone or helping someone can go for miles for that person. Yeah. Who knows that the word you have said or just that time you have spent listening to them could have saved their lives. Mm. So I would say that definitely whoever that is feel to need this, I hope feel to hear this, I mean, please yep. take it from me. You guys can do great. Awesome. And uh, Farha, what, what do you have? Any last words or advice for our listeners? I hope for all the people to look out for each other in this tough time. And because when you give hope to people, when there's hope, there's a way for you to, oh. you know, to be, feel wow. better. Wow, well, Farha, I think can 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 write book with you, this one. <laughs> oh, good. I love that. <laughs> Mingan, any last words for our listeners, Mingan? Uh, remember guys, there's three things that you can be a part of and also get involved with the donations if you can if you can and are able to donate. Uh, yeah. Again, Red Crescent for you, the COVID home care program and OxyDrive uh, program uh, campaign. There are things to donate. There are things you can give your time to, go and find out more. And, or if you just need to help an individual or a friend, make sure you check this out. Um, and I hope this episode has helped you a bit. Remember, yeah. do not... I mean... I mean, we all want to, know, to think the best about people, but try your best not to underplay someone else going through something. Just be sensitive. Yep. It is a time where everyone is stressed. And hey, here's the best part. If you're too stressed and you can't be a good uh, help to anyone, just don't need to help. You know, just, uh, just be alone. You know, don't, don't spread the it's negativity. True. You know, your own stress, just, just chill. Chill on yourself. If you need help, reach out. If you are listening to this and you need some help, and you have no idea who to go to, there are numbers you can call. We've given you the links. Please check yes. them out. And it always starts with you making the first move to help. You might not be able to help yourself the best, but you can get help for yourself and you can ask people to help. So remember, you're not alone. Your friends, they're strangers looking out for you, literal strangers, but professional yeah. strangers. So get involved, guys. I hope this episode was good. Mingyu, what is for the life of us? Let's wrap it up with something we all know. What's yeah, song so week? this week's song recommendation is actually a really, really good song, especially for 
a reminder that you matter to people around you, right? So this one is actually something that we featured before. It's by Gentle Bones and Ben, our friends from Singapore. This one's called Better With You. And basically, they sing about how life is better with you around. And I just want to remind you guys that you matter to people. Please remember that. Send this song to a friend who needs that reminder as well. Um, and I hope you guys have a good listen to this one. If you guys want to get caught up with all our Table Talk podcasts, it's available on Spotify, YouTube, as well as Apple Podcasts. You can search for it and listen to everything else we're big advocates of being better versions of ourselves and a better version of ourselves for the community speaking about community you can get caught up with all the shenanigans that gets happening with the uh table talk discord sorry the tabletop discord yeah yeah right yeah. no that's the takeaway takeaway, takeaway discord mm-hmm. uh, that's available on discord.gg slash the takeaway table that's discord.gg slash the takeaway table we have fun we hang out and if you want a place to meet new friends and get fresh ideas and just have a good time jump on and you can hang out with us and we're, we're there every week so i think that's about it once again thank you so much to yishua and Farha for being a part of today's podcast thank you so much for bringing so much insight mm-hmm. and active steps for us to take I think in a, in, a, in a time like this it's something that we don't talk about enough and I think we should continue talking about it so thank you so much also to the Red Crescent Society of Malaysia for all the work that you guys have been doing hey. thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you and for all of us I hope you guys uh, have a great week ahead it's it's September 2021 is coming to a close but yeah. there's still so much to be done and so much that you can achieve so all the best and we love you guys stay safe stay clean Mm-mm. Wash those hands and keep those butts clean. See you guys. Oh. Bye.